violence in a movie theater? Well, that's not news. I mean, there's a lot of it on the screen, but this time there was violence in the seats of a Florida theater. Man actually killed a man in front of him, shot him, apparently because the victim was texting during the previews. Yeah, it turns out he was texting daycare to check on his three-year-old daughter. It's a disturbing reminder of a troubling reality of our time. We're surrounded by angry people who are one provocation away from an explosion. I mean, you can tell by how they're enraged about seemingly small things. You know, they already had to have a very full glass for it to just take a single drop to make them spill all over everybody. Our easily triggered and and quickly provoked anger should scare us because rage crushes reason and makes us blind to the expensive consequences of our eruption. Well, I'm Ron Hutchcraft, and I want to have a word with you today about a volcano called Anchor. When I was in Quito, Ecuador, I was surprised to learn that the city is virtually ringed by volcanic mountains, dormant, I hope. The locals pointed out one in particular, Antasana. It's 18,000 feet, they said, and I was impressed. They believe it used to be 28,000 feet. I was curious. Turns out that it just blew its top one day. The eruption didn't really last all that long, but the damage, well, was forever. What was lost was lost for good. Anger's like that. Just ask the spouses, the children, who bear the permanent scars from a human volcano near them. Or the countless people who are forever diminished by the angry words, the names, the accusations heaped on them, probably by someone who supposedly loves them. The molten lava of rage often comes from a a lot of junk we stuffed inside, wounds and disappointments and perceived injustices. I found you have just two choices with life's bad stuff. You can let it go or you'll let it grow. Bitterness, grudges, unforgiveness, they don't stay the same size. They morph from deal-withable grass fires into uncontrollable infernos unless you deal with them when they're small. I found this simple diffusing technique in the ancient wisdom of the world's best-selling book. The Bible says, do not let the sun go down while you're angry. In other words, deal with it while it's small, manageable, talk it through, forgive if necessary. Just don't stuff it. Our hair-trigger temper should scare us enough to seek out a place to dump the buildup of years. Someone we can pour it all out to. Someone who can help us work through it, even to trace our rage back to those original wounds we never dealt with. Wounds have become the foundation for what is now a volcanic backlog of angry sundowns. Unconfronted anger, it's a ticking time bomb, and it's sure to explode, carrying us to consequences we could never imagine. If we're honest, we've all got a dark side. Some of us are are better concealing it than others, but it's still a defining part of who we are. Rage, passion, greed, self-destruction, selfishness. They're all symptoms, the Bible explains, of, of a much deeper cancer, our rebellion against God. We've left the sun that we were made for and drifted into ever darker corners of ourselves. And in our word for today from the Word of God, Romans 7, beginning with verse 24, one Bible writer describes himself as a prisoner of sin. And he cried out, who will rescue me? And then the answer, thank God. Jesus Christ our Lord. The Bible reveals that Jesus turned the full wrath of the beast of sin on himself when he absorbed all our darkness by dying on the cross. And the darkness doesn't have to win anymore. There's a liberator. 
There's a Savior, a Savior I want you to know as I've come to know him. So would you go to our website and find there the road to begin a relationship with him that is so transforming? Go to anewstory.com. That's anewstory.com. Because this could be the beginning of a new story for you.